0: Hi, this is mark i'm one of the senior pastors from hope church malmsbury i want to personally thank you for downloading or listening online to this sermon cast from hope church we we share these messages because they really spoke to us we value their their content and uh, the anointing that's upon them and i pray that they bring a fresh revelation of god's love for you today and if you're able to support the work of hope church and the cost of sharing these messages online then you can go to our website www.thehope.church give and follow the instructions on that page. And if you're ever in Mumsford on a Sunday morning, you will always receive a very warm welcome at Hope Church. And now, let's join today's message. Oh, hello. Sorry, I got got a bit distracted. I was um, just sat here in my in my man cave in my shed on uh, Father's Day, enjoying a bit of peace and quiet, just reading reading the Bible. I was reading this again, this this section on the whole on the whole armour of God, it says in Ephesians 6, it says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Verse 11, put on the whole armour of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. And then again in verse 13, it says, take up the whole armour of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all, to stand. You know, so often we're we're focused on es- escaping from difficulty, wanting the tools to to, to solve a problem. Yet the, the armor of God is to allow us to stand, to persevere, to keep on going. Just just to not not give in. You know, don't don't give up. That's that's what it equips us to do. It 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 doesn't say. And having done all to, to be victorious, or having done all to stamp on the head of the enemy. It says to stand. That's what God calls us to do, to, to stand. And and sometimes just to stand can 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 be harder than fighting. Because to stand doesn't always feel important, you know? Doesn't always feel like it will make a difference. One of the things I've noticed over this uh, year of lockdown is the number of people who tune in on a Sunday morning has been dropping Uh, it's almost halved what it was when when we first started and that makes me wonder you know because people say things like I, I can't connect with you know this online church or I have too many online meetings and during the week and things like that but we watch tv You know, we we listen to Christian music CDs. We we watch YouTube videos or Facebook videos. So why can't we stand and continue to do what the Bible says and not get out of the habit of meeting together? You know, the the finish line is in sight. And I'm just worried that we might fail to stand and still be there when the finish line finally arrives and we can start meeting together it has been hard and for some people much much harder than others um some of us found lockdown relatively easy but i, I know some some people have, re- have really struggled but everything is everything's relative isn't it in a minute i'm going to share with you an interview that i, that I did with my friend andy he works for, for open doors and open doors supports the supports the persecuted church around the world And for some of them, for decades, they've been living in permanent lockdown because of their belief in Jesus, facing real threat, imprisonment, murder even, just for owning a single page of the Bible. So, in comparison to that, can we stand and keep on going? You know, today is today's is Father's Day, and and often on Father's Day we, we we turn our attention to our fathers and our appreciation of them. But what I would like is just to be reminded of is our Heavenly Father's love for His children, for all of His children, including you individually, and all of those of His children who are facing persecution who who find it very difficult every day just to stand you might recall that uh, about a year ago we we supported a a church in Sri Lanka um which, which is uh, one of those places where it it is challenging to 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 be a christian um i was watching a, a video the other day from from open doors about a a, a pastor who was just picked up off the street by the secret police and over a year later his wife doesn't know whether or not he's even still alive or where he is or what's been happened to, happening to him for the last year but we, we 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 connected with that with that church in Sri Lanka and if you remember we built some some toilets for them and I also connected uh with the the, the pastor there pastor Mahinda and we've we've kept in, kept in contact in in the time since and I've connected him with the charity open doors that we're going to hear a bit more about in a second and and through open doors they've been able to provide some financial support to, to his church um, which is predominantly uh, a predominantly female congregation and and during lockdown they've been really struggling to uh, to meet their basic needs so open doors have provided some financial support to to that congregation which has helped provide food uh, parcels for families in in particular need. So in a second I'm going to run run a short video um, which can provide a bit more information about Open Doors and some of the what they call the world watch list of the the 10 countries where it's most dangerous to be a Christian and then we're going to run a I'll show the interview that I did with Andy a couple of it was a couple of months ago. Actually, we recorded it. You'll notice my my beard is a bit fluffier in the video. Um, but I think now is the now is the time to to share it. Now, this uh, the last couple of days, Lidge and I have uh, had a sneaky breakaway down to um, down to Devon, um, and it was it was beautiful, lovely, and, and sunny. But something really surprised us: the number of shops and restaurants that felt it necessary to put a sign in the window to ask all the tourists not to be mean grumpy idiots was just astonishing you know Uh, how bad must it be that restaurant after restaurant shop after shop felt it necessary to have to put a sign in the window to remind people to be nice and polite What has lockdown turned some of us into? Uh, one of the the shop shared something that um, one of our favourite bakeries that that someone had gone in um, and just shouted and swore at the the poor girl on the till who who had the the temerity to ask him kindly and politely to uh, please don't bring his dog into the baker's and he just laid into this poor girl. I mean obviously people are quite quite highly strong they need peace you know and we know where peace comes from and even in adversity we can have peace and even in difficult times we can stand yeah god does never ask us to do anything that we can't do he doesn't set us up to fail so if the scripture says if you put on the whole armor of god yeah the helmet of salvation the breastplate of righteousness the shoes of the gospel the belt of truth the shield of faith yeah the sword of the spirit which is the word of god if with these things then we can stand and we cannot give in and we can have peace in whatever situation we find ourselves so be encouraged church and um as you watch this next uh, this video and this and the interview with with me and Andy, see what God through the Holy Spirit is saying to you. But how maybe you can get involved in support of our brothers and sisters around the world who face real difficulty every day, and
1: being able to stand for their faith. God bless you all. What if your church had to meet in secret? What if spies watched your every move? What if following Jesus meant you faced violence? or even death. Millions of Christians around the world experience these kinds of challenges every day. And these are the top 10 countries where faith costs the most. Number 10, India. Hindu extremists want to rid India of Christians and they are prepared to use extreme violence to achieve their goal. At number nine, Nigeria where more Christians are murdered for their faith than in any other country in the world. Iran is at number eight. Secret house churches risk being raided by the police. If caught, be prepared for a long prison sentence. Number seven, Yemen, a war-torn country where Christians, if discovered, face the death penalty. Eritrea is at number six. If your faith is discovered, you can be imprisoned without trial in appalling conditions. Often, your loved ones don't even know if you're still alive. Number five, Pakistan. Say the wrong thing in Pakistan and the notorious blasphemy laws could see you accused of insulting Islam and sentenced to death. At number four is Libya. A lawless land with no freedom of speech or belief. Somalia is number three on the list. Somali Christians can't reveal their faith to anyone or they could be killed, even by their own families. Number two is Afghanistan. If they find out you're a Christian, you have a stark choice, flee the country or be killed. And at number one, North Korea, the most dangerous place in the world to be a Christian. Informants are everywhere. Discovery means death, either by execution or by being worked to death in a labour camp. At least 340 million Christians around the world experience high levels of persecution and discrimination. What if you could help them? For 65 years, Open Doors has stood alongside the persecuted church, strengthening Christians who dare to follow Jesus no matter the cost. Your prayers and gifts enable our underground networks to reach millions of Christians with emergency food and aid, spiritual care, smuggled Bibles and Christian books, training and legal advice. But more than that, your support means that persecuted Christians know that they are not forgotten, not alone. After all, these are not strangers and they are not statistics. They are our brothers and sisters, and they need our help.
0: Well, hello, everyone. I'm joined here today by Andy Worthington. Now, Andy and I know each other because we both serve on the board for the Global Leadership Network, Um, but uh, for his day job, Andy actually works for the Christian charity Open Doors, So first of all, welcome, Andy. Thanks for joining us today here at Hope Church Online. Thank you. It's great to be with you
2: today. Thank you.
0: Our pleasure. Our pleasure. Now, for for anyone who doesn't know about Open Doors in terms of what the charity does and what your focus is, could you give us a quick, you know, high-level summary?
2: Yeah, so Open Doors works with the persecuted church around the world. We've been going now for over 60 years, started by Brother Andrew, um, who saw from Revelation 3 where it says, wake up and strengthen that which remains and is about to die. And he knew that God was calling him to stand with the church that was most persecuted around the world. And we're still doing that today, 60 years later, working in over uh, 60 countries Uh, standing with the church, helping them be the church in their local context and where they're most threatened and persecuted.
0: Fascinating. So so you mentioned Brother Andrew there. I didn't realise there was that connection. So he was the guy who was kind of smuggling Bibles. Was it into China? Was that right? That's right.
2: That's right. Yeah. In his VW Beetle. Yeah.
0: Fascinating. So so what does that look like from a, a practical perspective then? I mean, do you have people... I mean, maybe you can't talk about it on the internet, but what is it What is it that, that open-door special agents get up to?
2: Yeah, so um, I guess things have changed a little bit from the days when Brother Andrew first started. So, um, And it varies from country to country. So we, we produce something called the World Watch List, hmm. which takes us through the top 50 countries in the world where it's most dangerous to live as a Christian. North Korea is number one on that list, has been for the last 19 years now. Um, in North Korea, just to own a page of a Bible is enough to put you in prison. And uh, wow. that's labor camp where you'll be given hard labor from sunrise to sunset. And um, and so we are um, we've, we're working um, with particularly with Christians that have um, maybe been able to escape the country um, and um, provide a safe house for them. Uh, we they're also in different countries where maybe churches have been burnt down. Uh, so we're helping to rebuild churches um, helping pastors that especially during the the coronavirus at the moment many of the christians are not getting any support at all and uh, not getting any finances Um, and so uh, we're doing all we can to support the christians in the church to be able to get food and to eat and that kind of thing in many countries we provide training um, things I, i guess some Uh, some of our brothers and sisters around the world have seen horrendous things happen you know friends um be put in prison and killed and tortured and that kind of stuff which is really tough and so we also um in some countries we provide trauma care and and all those kind of things so there's a the scope is quite big and it varies from country to country
0: well that's i mean it's both inspiring but also a little i think um humbling you know and we we, we we grumble at, at the restrictions we have to live in and you know boris shut the churches for six weeks uh, uh, because of a covid but yeah. there's, there's 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 real um hardship that people are going through because of their, their belief in jesus and it, it could be i guess in the face of that we can feel quite impotent into in what what on earth could i do you know white middle-class man in wiltshire right what on earth can i do to help uh, people so i guess that's what open door steps in yeah by helping yeah. open doors with i guess prayer and, and finances you then are our hands in these other countries is that right
2: yeah, definitely. That's that's exactly exactly how we do it. But also what we've been discovering as uh, we've been connecting churches in the UK and Ireland with churches around the world where they face persecution is uh, often churches start out connecting, thinking that uh, we, we really want to support and stand with them, which is fantastic. But what we've discovered is actually the persecuted church have so much to teach us and help us and encourage us, especially, as you've just said, in this time of lockdown where we're un- unable to meet in the way that we are maybe are used to doing, that um, actually our brothers and sisters around the world, many of them have been meeting in secret for many years and have not been able to meet together. And uh, so it gives us a little taste in some ways of what they've been through. But there's so much of what they've learned that can just help us, especially during these uh, times of the, where we find ourselves in today.
0: Okay, so if if people in Hope Church wanted to kind of get involved, um, I guess there's two ways. First of all, think about kind of prayer. So we're going through a a fasting Fridays during lockdown at Hope Church. So can you give us some kind of current key prayer pointers that we can focus in on on our fasting
2: Fridays? Yeah, brilliant. So um, it'd be great. Actually, I'll send, give you a link where you can get or access um, all our World Watch list and all the resources that come with that. But one of the uh, one of the things that we've been discovering, as I've said just now, is that with our persecuted family around the world, there are 340 million Christians that are persecuted today. So that sounds like a huge number. Uh, that's one in eight Christians globally. And one of the things that we're finding in countries like Nigeria, I mean, it'd be great to pray for Nigeria. They have been rising up the world watch list and um, they saw over a thousand Christians killed through um, like Boko Haram and the Fellini herdsmen in northern Nigeria just last year. Um, And so it'd be great to pray for the church there that are being um, really... uh, it's been really hard. In fact, I spoke to a church leader the other day who was just saying how it's—he—he um, he doesn't want to have to bury another member of his congregation again. It's because it's just so painful. And so to really pray for that church that God would really strengthen them and help them at this time—that would be amazing. Um, also, with the COVID nineteen crisis, as, as I said, for many Christians in in countries where it's illegal to be a Christian. Um, they are they are not able to access um, food and support and that kind of thing. And also many of them who are um, in home in lockdown in in their home situations. Most of them are you know they if they're in a a, a country where uh, it's mainly Muslims for example, um, then they're it, being locked down in in your home. Is, could be potentially quite dangerous for them. And so we're finding many of the new believers in these countries are, um, are, are just finding isolation really difficult at the moment. And um, so to pray particularly for them, that God would be with them, that God would be able to, that they, that they would know um, just that strength that comes from uh, just having yeah, time with God, even, even in that situation. Um, I think the other thing to pray for, is uh, they always say to us when when we ask how can we pray for you? They it's interesting. They say please don't pray that persecution stops because that's if, if I don't know what you're like, but that's my natural kind of you know get have, pray that you know that that uh, God yeah, make, gets make them it stop. Out. God make it stop. Yeah, exactly, absolutely, exactly. But that what they say is is the Bible clearly tells us that we are to expect this. Jesus said if they persecuted me, they'll persecute you also. Um, so they said please don't pray that it stops pray that god gives us the strength to stand strong and to not give up through it and and so that's the prayer that they ask us to pray and so we want to pray with them in that that god gives them the strength to stand strong when as they face that persecution
0: wow (laughs) that that's that's really challenging isn't it you know we, we 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 pray that uh, we'll we'll be able to buy toilet roll. <laughs> that, that's yeah. kind of the top of our <laughs> worry list, right? Oh my goodness! Yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness!
2: Yeah, I'm exactly the same. And, and any any struggle or hardship comes my way, it's, I'm looking for the way out as soon as possible. Mm. Um, and yet, it's just, and that's one of the things the persecuted church teaches. But even when you look in in the Bible, even if you, when you look at people like Paul. Um, in in Colossians when he writes to the church and he says, devote yourselves to prayer, being watchful and thankful. And then he says, and pray for us too. Now, if I was Paul in prison and I was asking the church to pray for me, I would say, hey, it's terrible in here. You know, the food's awful. Um, I'm chained to a wall. Uh, There's no toilet. There's other prisoners in the cell. It stinks in here. Pray that God gets me out. But Paul doesn't write that. Paul says, and pray for us too that God may open a door for our message hmm. so that we may proclaim the mystery of Christ for which I'm in chains. And uh, that's, that's remarkable. And, hmm. and that's, that's what we're seeing in many of our brothers and sisters around the world who are going through suffering because of their faith. Um, they're looking for the opportunity to the open door to present the gospel, which is, it, is incredible. It's, it challenges me to the core.
0: Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Uh, a, wi- a wise man once said, if i can remember the quote correctly he says there's nothing more powerful you can do other than pray until you've prayed but once you've prayed there's other stuff you can do so so what is the some other stuff that we could do to support the work of 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 open doors i mean do you do like sort of sponsorship or you know know, how, how do you kind of raise raise funds to support what it is that you do
2: Yeah. So um, we don't do sponsorship as such, like, say, Compassion do, where, you know, it's nice, neat package where you can sponsor a child. It's a little bit harder with us um, with persecuted church because a lot of the places where they're facing the the hardest persecution, that we can't necessarily talk about that all the time. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's difficult to provide that kind of same package. But what we do do is um, we keep you up to date with what's happening. Like I said, one of the things is we produce the World Watch List, which takes you, we produce a little booklet, which takes you through those those top 50 countries, giving you a little bit of information about the church, um, a bit of information about the country and the source of persecution, and then three simple prayer points. But also there's ways that you can write to Christians in those countries. So you can write a letter of encouragement to yeah. say, hey, we're, we're standing with you, we, you're not forgotten, we're praying with you. Um, that, that means uh, the world to them. I tell you, when they know that there are other believers around the world who uh, are, are thinking of them, are praying with them, it's, um, it, it's incredible. They, they always say how much that keeps them going and gives them strength. Um, the other thing, we do, we do a lot of advocacy and so at different times, we have um, things like we might have a petition that we run at the moment. There isn't one. But uh, when there is one, we can certainly let you know that so that you can get involved in um, in letting the government, asking the government to put maybe a little bit of pressure on another country where um, they, they're not able to to worship um, freely. And uh, and and so there are things that we can do there. So um, that that's another way, um, and 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 in many ways in the, to encourage us in the church where we're where we're free to be able to be a voice for those believers that maybe don't have that kind of opportunity to raise their voice. Um, there's also uh, lots of other things on our our website that ways that you can connect. Of more you can learn about each country um, obviously giving financially is also a huge um uh, thing that, that our brothers and sisters need uh finances enabled to be able to keep going and so uh, that's another way that um the church here in the uk can really support our brothers and sisters
0: mm. yeah absolutely okay well um what i'll do I'll, I'll send an email out to everyone in in hope church with with links to any of the stuff that you um you you send to me that way people can access the the stuff that want to get involved in supporting financially, then they they can do that directly through the the website.
2: Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. That'd be be the best, the best way to do it. Yeah. Fantastic.
0: Okay. Um, Well, that's, that's been brilliant. Andy thank you so much. It's been inspiring and humbling and challenging to to hear about what, what Open Doors is up to. Um, But I I hope, I'm sure we'll make a difference through uh, through our prayers and, and maybe we can get involved in more, more practical ways as well thank you so much for your time it's been a pleasure to, to catch up with you and we'll speak fantastic to you again soon.
2: thanks mark and uh, really great to be able to just have a few moments to share with you all at hope church thank you my pleasure
0: bye for now see
2: you